nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a Golf Passport cardholder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. You know what I don't like? Waiting here. I don't like meetings. I'm not a meeting guy either. And I'm glad, I respect that you're not. And we're now having them every day. Yeah, I don't like, I don't. I sent you. At 10 a.m. today, I send you, yep. Kenny, and Reavers and Height. 11.30 this morning, uh, question mark? Yep. Nobody got the message. Yeah, I didn't get it. Mm. You know what? I have my messages called up here. Yeah. You know when I got that? Height finally just got his. I did too. 12.45 p.m. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when I got it. Oh, what, what is that? Is my phone malfunctioning? My uh, invitation lost in the mail, yeah. evidently. Ooh. No, you're on there. 12.46, I received. Is that your old number? But often, oftentimes, we uh, text each other as a group, yeah. and we all get them. That's the wrong number. Let's update Kenny's number for you. Well, I've been getting them nonstop from you guys up to today. Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't have the right number for Kenny. And well, you have the old been, traffic line. I number. don't know why, because you've been sending me texts that have been just between us two. Yeah. Yeah, you texted the wrong number. I met a gal at the fair okay. named Elizabeth Jensen, and... She wanted to know who's older, Joe, you or me. Because she has figured out over the years from listening that we share the same birthday of the same year. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she uh, left me her email address. She wrote it on a scrap of newspaper. And she informed me that she was born in Los Angeles. Uh, she's lived here since 1972. She was born in Los Angeles at 545 a.m. And so. Oh, she, no. Oh, no. What? That's nine forty. Yeah, we, for this us? is going to be math and time oh, zones. No. And that's no, nine. no, it, it, no, it'll be fine. I was born at seven a.m., so she's older than me. Um, hang on. Yeah, they're two hours yes. off. You're, you're, no, you're correct. Yeah. No, I am correct. That would be seven forty-five here. Older I'm than, her boy yeah. toy. Well, by forty-five minutes. Do you know what? Do you know the definition no. of boy toy? <laughs> no. It means Just a younger friend? No, no, it means you're a kept man. Oh no, then I'm not that. Then. Yeah, no, no. You you were born at what time? Seven a.m. Uh, St. Paul time. Oh, Seven. Happy birthday. A.m. She was born at five forty-five. Forty, which is nine forty-five. No, no, seven forty-five here. Eight. Yeah, yeah, seven forty-one here. So Mountain Pacific, you're right. Yes, you beat her by forty-one minutes. <laughs> Well, I hope so. I hope Boy, she, she, she looks, a, she looks a lot younger, though. I, I would really have your guest a lot younger than you. Mountain Pacific. No, wait a you're minute. Right. You're 41 minutes older than she is. 
No wait. Right. Joe is. Yeah, 7 a.m. in L.A. At 7 a.m. here is 5 a.m. in L.A. Correct. Correct. She was born at 545 in L.A. Which means you're 45 minutes older than she is. Oh. Are we going to do this kind of crap on the podcast? No. Because <laughs> no. I, I don't see this stuff selling. Otherwise, I'm out. Well, yeah, you're 45 minutes older than she okay, is. Okay, I'm 45 minutes older than Elizabeth. All right. When is your birthday? She looks a lot younger than you, though. Huh? I thought she did, by yeah. the way. It's your birthday today? No. Well, happy no. birthday. No, it's not my boy. birthday today. Why don't you send the mayor some stuff? I thought stuff. your birthday was a different day. Mike Soltis sent a, a nifty thing to uh, Joe and the GL crew. Uh, he sent a, a wood picture of a speedboat with a of the gal driving the outboard motor, and, a, and it said, Fast Girls, Fast Boats, Spoon Lake, Minnesota. And he said, "Good luck." It was very, it was very nice. Huh? He calls himself the audio guy. Why is he the audio guy? I don't know. And then uh, Kenny, who just sent us the Krabby Barbershop, Krabby Coffee Shop signs? Uh, that was a nice gift too. But you didn't bother to get the name of the fellow, did you? I forgot already. Well, here I got the box. You he, want me to go get he's it. He's the guy that also made the Krabby Coffee Shop signs, both of which I own. Yeah, I took and you'll before. have to hang one in the podcast studio. I took him before Royce could grab him and throw him away. Justine, the official confectioner of Garage Logic, yes, uh, writes to today. I'll be dropping off some treats today. Figured I'd go back to where it all started and make up a batch of salted caramel for you and your final radio show. Hmm. I'm sorry for not making it to the fair this year. The only day we could go was on a Saturday, unfortunately. But it sounded like you had amazing crowds. I probably wouldn't have been able to remain composed, so it's probably for the best that I wasn't there. You will be missed by us on the radio. You've been on the air for so long, for as long as we have lived in the Twin Cities area, and it will seem strange and lonely out there without GL on the radio. I'm looking forward to the podcast. Enjoy uh, enjoy in any way. If you ever uh, come up on the Iron Range in the summer, give me a shout. I always, always have a slushy in the freezer to sip on the gazebo for when guests stop by. It's awesome. I will miss you. I'm so glad to have gotten to know you over the years. Keep in touch. Justine Jacobson, the official confectioner of Garage Logic. At nice. gazebo, nicer than most people's houses. I've yeah. uh, I visited that. You know gazebo. Justine? I did. We went to the same high school. Oh, together. for Pete's sake! Yeah. What is it? Do you have a summer place up there? Uh, she, no. It's their their uh, f- her father in law. No, husband. but they live down here somewhere. Right. They live in uh, Farmington. Farmington, or and yeah, she summers up there. Yeah. Well, that's it. Uh, we had so many meetings. I don't have a show, so I'll uh, I'll <laughs> okay, see you later. Then we're, I'm, uh, I'm done. We're gonna be good then. I'm done. Got it. I saw Sano uh, get injured last night, uh-huh. and he went all Carlos Gomez in. I, I thought that's, they were gonna have to land a helicopter. That's the first thing I thought of. Was that was very gogo of him to because it turns out nothing. I'm glad he's okay. Sure. Uh, uh, it did look awkward the way his leg bent, uh, and I thought maybe the steel rod snapped in there. Oh. I oh. thought about Kenny's comment yesterday. Ow. How I'm? It, can I remain uninvested? Was it? Was it? Yeah, some emotionally uninvested. Emotionally, emotionally uninvested. Yeah. And what I choose now is I just shut it off. Yeah. Because they're playing so lousy. It, that that's what drives me crazy. Well, I had clicked to it just in time to see them uh, uh, standing around Sano and uh, with the worried expressions in the room. Where the the stadium was silent and. And uh, he was writhing on his back, and I thought, man, he's going go-go on this crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it uh, obviously, he was in genuine pain, and they carted him off there on a golf cart, but he was starting to give high fives to people and waving and tipping his cap. And 
and the, and the x-rays proved to be negative, so maybe he didn't snap the steel, the steel rod. That would really be painful. Mm-hmm. I think Re- so. Regardless. How long they, is he out now? I don't know that there's been official word yet. Uh, well, he's a twin, Kenny, so I, he's probably <laughs> done for the season. Yeah. No day games? Well, but there's also, because it's after September 1st, there's now more people on the roster than otherwise would be, so they don't really need to make a move. Uh, they play tonight yet or this afternoon? I think it's this afternoon. And then off tomorrow and then home over the weekend. I have all that information right here if yeah. you choose me to be fact-based. Houston's got a nice club, though. They really do. Mm-hmm. Verlander struggled, and he was still good. Yeah, that's uh, a that's uh, night you... game tonight at Houston, and then they're home uh, hosting Kansas City Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the Yankees Monday and Tuesday, and presumably Wednesday. Houston's getting it done. Let's do you let's guys, lay it out. Do you guys know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is Thursday, Thursday. September 6th. The, the NFL season opens. The lid lifter mm-hmm. is already here. Yeah. Gross. I don't know who's in it, but they got You got it. your Eagles. Yeah. And your you Super got your Bowl, Falcons. Uh, your Super Bowl champion Eagles. Mm-hmm. And we play the 49ers this weekend. Sunday at the uh, Taj Mazigi. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. These are days when it's difficult for me to... I buy into your theory, Joe. I'd rather rake the lawn and have them and listen to them. I'll watch football the moment I'm driven inside by a sleet storm. It's a long way from being a season ticket holder, Matthew. It really is. A long way. Sign of the times. Give me a sleet storm. I'm there for you. All right? I got you. Bye, man. Feels fine, Joe Souchere. And we can't play any of that kind of music, huh? No, we cannot. Starting next week, we uh, the the rules have changed for podcasts, <laughs> and until they allow uh, full access, we uh, we have to abide by the FCC rules. Say, uh, I haven't followed the story, I guess, because I'm not terribly interested, but I'm becoming more interested after learning that Nike lost three point seven five billion in market capitalization after they chose Colin Kaepernick to be their spokesperson for the new Nike commercials? Yes. Is Reavers in there? Yes, sir. Help me understand what this means. Nike then is siding with the players who choose to kneel, in essence? Is that how you the could look at this? The campaign was Kaepernick's face. Yeah. And it says, you know, sacrifice everything. Even, or I'll find it. But, but yes, they're... They're choosing to side with him in the movement that he has basically spearheaded two years ago. Okay, and I saw a great tweet that my wife pointed out, uh, or a text or whatever it is. Just so I'm clear, this guy says, Jim Downer, these factory workers, there's a picture of factory workers uh, making Nike products, which are 80% female, are making Nikes for 20 cents an hour and working 70 to 80 hours a week so Nike can profit enough to pay Colin Kaepernick millions to speak out against oppression and injustice. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> that's one. That's absolutely fantastic. That's, uh, yes. Win of the day. That's yeah, windmilling. That yes. I mean, that's and that's what it is. I guess I don't have a horse in the race, uh, but but this controversy so consumes the NFL that it, 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 again, will overshadow the season to some extent. It's and, not going away. And you'll have a variety of scenarios. 
such and such team will choose to stay in the locker room. This team will come out. This team will come out. These guys stand. These guys kneel. It's it's, it's uh, one more step. It's one in more your step direction. towards my uh, my belief that the league is morphing into something that will not be a total sport. It'll be a quasi sport slash reality TV show, and this could be a subplot. You know the political ramifications of of choosing Colin Kaepernick as your spokesperson and. And then the linebacker, the competing linebackers vying for the attention of the same cheerleader and the whole deal. Along the same lines, it came out either yesterday or the day before, Levi Strauss now teaming up with gun control groups trying to uh, enact more gun control legislation, etc. So are we starting to see a trend where major corporations are hopping behind a political ideology? You know, well, It's funny you said that. Have you guys heard of In-N-Out Burger? Yeah, yes. in L.A. Yeah. Yes, I've eaten there. By the way, terribly overrated. You've got that Paris Hilton cut. You, uh, I got a Paris Hilton yeah. cut. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the In and Out Burger uh, corporate people gave some money to twenty five grand to the California Republican Party. Oh, I bet they're being scorned. And a call from California Democrats to boycott In and Out Burger apparently has backfired. After it was revealed last week that In and Out, a fast food eatery with strong Christian beliefs, I did not know that about them. Uh, they even placed Bible verses on its wrappers, bags, and cups. I, I didn't know oh, that about them. Huh. Donated twenty-five grand to the California Republican Party. Eric Bauman, head of the California Democratic Party, called on Democrats to boycott the famed fast food chain. Uh, what's ironic is that In-N-Out has donated money to California Democrats and Democratic P- uh, PACs, political action committees, in some cases much more than its noteworthy donation to the state's GOP. The company said in a statement that it supports politicians regardless of political affiliation. What the company cares about is policies beneficial for Californians. However, as leftist-generated boycotts normally go, Bauman's call to action did not go as planned. In fact, it completely backfired, failing to generate much support from Democrats while generating long lines at California In-N-Out burgers. <laughs> but, but what you have here is another example of uh, the club members wanted to kick out In-N-Out burger. Yeah. Uh, just like the club members wanted to kick out the... Uh, the the Twitter guy because he said he enjoyed a meal at Chick Fil A. Right, right. You, if I was you're, just really hungry and I wanted to have an In and Out burger. It's this Paris. public shaming that yeah. you brought up yesterday. The the idea though that to be in the club you absolutely cannot think for yourself. No, if you're going to be in the in the Mysterian Club, thinking for yourself is off limits. You're not allowed to do that. And if you do, you will be called on the carpet and attempted to be shamed. But in this case. People said, well, the hell with you. I'm still going to get an In-N-Out burger. Right. These companies give to everybody, by the way. You think Chick-fil-A has never do- donated to a Democrat candidate? I think they have. Yeah. Uh, but it's Somewhere. amazing. It's amazing how silly these people look with their with their sophomoric tantrums. Yeah. It's, how dare like In-N-Out burger give money to a, a it, Republican candidate? And it seems as though one is trying to outdo the other. Mm-hmm. In other words, well, you're not, you're not angry enough. So then I got to take it up a notch. But I how I couldn't be in a club where I was told what I had to say. Right. I, I just couldn't do it. I don't know why you're that comfortable being in a club like that. Yeah, you just defined my life. <laughs> what whatever hobby I have, yeah, I inevitably end up hating my fellow hobbyists because they just drive me crazy with their stupid group mentality. Mm-hmm. But but the, this large group <laughs> mentality of the left is getting more and more preposterous. Yeah. We will not allow you to think for yourself. And well, this is why 
I have this awkward, and believe me when I say awkward, appreciation for Kanye West, who yeah. has dared to say, you know, I don't think Trump's that bad of a guy. But what he was really saying is, I don't want to be in, you, you can't, be in your club. you can't speak for me. Right. Stop speaking for right. me. Phone's, Why am I hearing that? Phone's ringing, by the way. Hello? Yeah. Right. We have to tell the kid Hello? that works here in the morning to quit turning up the ringer. I don't want to be in that club. No. And I'm not that they would have me. I guess I don't want to be in any club that would have me as a member. <laughs> was that was, was that Groucho? Who was that? I think it was Groucho. Yeah, I <laughs> I'd be leery of any club that would have me as a member. <laughs> or that kind of sounds like Yogi Bear. Yeah, yeah. Nobody goes there anymore. It's, it's too, too crowded. Too crowded. Yeah. So In and Out Burger survived this. Now I ate there. Uh, expecting great like things. Give me yeah. a comparison. McDonald's, Hardee's. Wh- what is it? What do we got going here? I've never been there. The only one I've ever liked is either Culver's or Wendy's. Okay, so it's, how do you compare it to uh, It didn't measure up to either of those. Didn't measure up to either of those. You know, we went through this problem a few weeks ago, fellas. Why don't we just unplug it? And, and No, people still have to call in. That's one of the great things about a podcast. That can't happen. Can <laughs> that's true. That, uh, that's for, a problem that's already solved. Not for six to eight months anyway. <laughs> right, right. Then you might hear it again. Right. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Culver's or Wendy's are your best? Uh, but I'm not a fast food guy. Uh, it's unfair oh. to ask me for any ratings. Right. I, I'm just not a fast food person. Big Mac is pretty tough to beat. I I, uh, I find I have cravings for fast food until I bite into it, and then I no. go, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> Here's Eric Bauman's tweet, the head of the Democratic Party in California. How's he taking it? At two in and out, tens of thousands of dollars donated to the California Republican Party. It's time to boycott in and out Let Trump and wow. his cronies support these creeps. Perhaps animal style. I have no idea what that means. Perhaps animal style? No idea. I have no idea what that means. Your favorite burger chain just donated a bunch of money to the Republicans. In and out just dropped twenty five grand into the GOP's coffers. I'm being copied on some of the why are they so the why are they so threatened? Because the club the club insists that you either <clears throat> adhere to the club or your persona non grata. Throughout all political times, people have been giving to both those parties from the Whig party way back when. I believe you are correct. Yeah. Is John Height ready with the news? Right when we come back. All right. Commencing Garage Logic segment number three. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. Partly sunny and 68 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Twins and Astros again tonight down in Houston. The Twins trying to get at least one win out of this three-game series after losing the first two. Same two uh, teams play in Houston tonight. Jake Odorizzi goes for the Twins. Lefty Framber Valdez goes for the Astros. Uh, Twins, by the way, saying Miguel Sano is day-to-day after bruising his left leg. Last night, uh, really no details to report at all, but our TV affiliate KSTP 5 Eyewitness News is reporting the NHL and ex-players are in settlement talks regarding a lawsuit focused on concussions. Obviously, as more about that becomes available, we'll let you know about it. News notes from today, a Minnesota judge has denied a request to seal a court filing in the case of a former Minneapolis police officer who fatally shot a woman. Attorneys for Mohammed Noor had filed a motion in August asking the court to suppress Noor's psychological records. 
Hennepin County Judge Catherine Quintance wrote that Noor's attorneys had argued in private that sealing their motion and accompanying exhibits was necessary to protect medically privileged information. Quintance wrote that embarrassing and private records are routinely admitted to court proceedings open to the public. Noor is charged with murder and manslaughter in the July 2017 death of Justine DeMond, who was shot after she called 911 to report a possible assault. Noor's next court appearance scheduled for September 27th. A Minneapolis woman faces charges after authorities say she made a 12-year-old driver after she, quote, had a few drinks, according to court records. The criminal complaint says 29-year-old Brittany Marie Dowell has been charged with two counts of child endangerment, both misdemeanors. According to the complaint, on June 2nd of this year, an officer with the Robbinsdale Police Department observed a vehicle with a driver who appeared to be too young to drive. The officer then observed the vehicle making a drastic turn. After initiating a traffic stop, the officer identified the driver of the vehicle as a 12-year-old. The complaint said a 13-year-old was in the passenger seat. The officer then found Dowell sitting in the back seat. The complaint said the officer could smell alcohol and that Dowell's eyes were bloodshot and watery. The complaint said Dowell told the officer she had a few. When asked to perform a field sobriety test, Dowell told the officer, Just take me to jail. I know I've done a bad thing. The two children in the vehicle told authorities Dowell has them drive her around when she drinks and yells at them if they refuse to do it. Huh. Dowell was wow. charged. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. Why am I laughing? Yeah. It's sad. It is sad. So if she wouldn't have been intoxicated, this is my question, if she was sober as a judge but the 12-year-old was driving, what would have the, the charges have been? I would think the same, right? Child endangerment? I'm lucky I didn't get caught. You drove all the time at 12. No, my kid was driving at 11. As soon as he could move the seat all the way up and touch the pedals, that yeah. kid was driving. Whenever Kenny had too much to drink, Ben always drove home. <laughs> yeah. No, it, didn't, it was never a situation like that, and he was always driving on private property. We occasionally, I don't went, think that's against the law. We occasionally went out on the gravel road to have oh, some fun. Because sure. he wanted to learn how to do a rockfish. So I, I, Rockford, I had to teach him oh, how yeah. to do a rockfish. A coalition. You know of, a Rockford, right? Well, I'm oh, assuming yeah. it's a. Rockford. Yeah, yeah. Right? you back up, hammer the brakes, spin her around, go forward. Yeah. yeah. Coalition of groups. You never had a car capable of that, did you? <laughs> uh, you know what really works? It pickup trucks. Really? Yeah. You can really you think do. They tip over. You you can really do them good on a pickup truck, especially if the pavement is wet or yeah. if you're on gravel. Yeah. But now with today's braking, you know the ABS. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Right. Yeah. Coalition of groups opposing Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination urged protesters to travel from throughout the U.S. to disrupt his Senate confirmation hearings this week. Capitol Police arrested 70 people for outbursts and disruptions during the hearing yesterday, and the protest continued during the testimony today. The protests were so frequent at times that the hearing today assumed a halting cadence as Republican senators expressed frustration at the interruptions. Today, police temporarily closed off the hearing from additional spectators at one point, leaving some seats empty. Protest organizers defended their intentionally disruptive strategy. They say it's vital to preserving civil rights and democracy. They describe Kavanaugh's views on women's rights, LGBT issues, and health care as extreme. And they decried President Trump's authority to nominate him. New York City Mayor's Office says an airplane's been isolated at New York's Kennedy Airport amid reports of numerous ill passengers aboard a flight from Mm. Dubai. It landed at about 9.10 this morning. The CDC said that about 100 passengers and crew members complained of illness, including cough and some with fever. Oh, boy. CDC public health officers were evaluating passengers and taking some to local hospitals. However, Emirates Airlines said only 10 passengers from Dubai had taken ill. 
Video from news helicopters showed the jet sitting on the tarmac surrounded by ambulances, emergency vehicles, and airport personnel. A government source briefed on the situation said there was no evidence of a security or terror issue. Emirates Home Office has told U.S. officials it thinks the incident was caused by food poisoning. They need to get a can opener, rip that top open, hose her down, and seal her back up. How do you think Royce would be uh, would feel being sealed up in an airplane <laughs> stuck on a tarmac for? I have a little upset stomach, and we uh, let's still. Uh, I vote to go. Uh, throw up on your right, not on your left. <laughs> the woman who took uh, those... can I get a diet coke? <laughs> <laughs> the woman who took those pictures of a former Cosby Show star while he worked at a Trader Joe's in New Jersey says so I recognize she... him now. Now I now yeah, I know who you he, know was. he is. Yeah. yeah. Say so she cried for. Half an hour after the strong social oh. media backlash against the photos. Oh, there's no crying in social media, you fruitcake. Right. Hey, guys, <laughs> run out to Trader Joe's and find out which Garage Logic staff member is yeah. working there next week. <laughs> many celebrities defended Jeffrey Owens and pointed out that many actors need to work day jobs between roles. I just got a coffin uh, dropped off here. Hey, I'll, I'll tell I, you about yeah, it in a moment. I want to see that. I'm still trying to measure my response. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the woman who took the, a coffin. Yep. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to elaborate. I'm gonna yeah, explain it. Yeah. I'm gonna explain it. A coffin. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. The woman who took the pictures was Karma Lawrence. She told NJ. Well, she should be ashamed of herself, John. Well, she's told NJ.com she took the pictures on impulse and meant no ill will toward Owens. She shut down her social media accounts after her pictures showed up on news sites, and she received a wave of negative responses. Lawrence said she was not thinking deeply about possible repercussions when she took the photo, and it was not out of malice. She said she was not paid for the photo. She said, I don't know why I snuck a picture. I guess I figured well, everybody does it. Now, Owens played Elvin Thibodeau, the husband of the eldest daughter of Bill Cosby's character, uh, on Bill, of Bill Cosby's character on the TV show. The picture showed him at a register scanning items at a Trader Joe's, but, complete with a Joe, she, or, uh, John, she said deep thing. Uh, she wasn't thinking. Right. Yeah. Well, social media does not require deep thinking. It's <laughs> reactionary. True. It's 100% reactionary. But this guy had, had the great answer. Yeah. All work is noble. You know. Yeah, he's working. Mm-hmm. Plus, he got a gig out of this. I, heard, I read somebody hired him. Uh, Tyler Perry, yeah, actually. Tyler Perry. Director. Uh, has a TV show coming up, and he said he's got a part for him in that. So. Uh, bagging groceries on the set or what? <laughs> oh, man. I worked at a grocery store. I mean, I was in the industry. I, I was, too. <laughs> yeah. I was I, in the food industry. I worked at Vogel's on Randolph and Fairview when Emil Fay broke the regular beggar, uh, broke his ankle. So I worked there for three weeks. Amel. I was in the industry. Emil. Wow. E-M-I-L. That's a good you old name. You do not hear that name much anymore. He was a city boy, but the dad was a farmer. We say Emil, too, but yeah, Emil. It's Emil. Emil yeah. Fay? Emil yeah. Hillbilly. Ronald Hillbilly. Richard Rosie well, Emil. In North Dakota, I knew a couple of them, and they were both, uh, we did call them Emil. Just I know like, an older like guy in uh, North Dakota who just uh, texted uh, my brother uh-huh. that, that he's going to have his eyes checked because he learned that his sister had immaculate degeneration. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounds good and bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll take the immaculate yeah, part. Right. Yeah. Looking good. Good start. It's a holy thing. Yeah. Uh, former Nirvana members Chris Novoselic and Pat Smear joined Dave Grohl on stage at a Foo Fighters show at Safeco Field this past Saturday. Well, Pat Smear's always with them. Yeah. Uh, well, so, well, not with the Foo Fighters. He's not? No. 
Yes, he is. I think he is, John. Chad Spears with the Foo Fighters. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He used to be, anyway. No, he is. He well, is. anyway. He turned th- out to be a little pudgy guy, though. Yeah. The three he of them. some weight after he stopped the heroin. The three of them performed a song, and fans criticized the performance. Disappointed the three would get together and play without Kurt Cobain. Well, well tough for that to happen, isn't it, John? He's... Uh, no longer with us. He's in the uh, or, or he's in the marble orchard somewhere. Oh, we can do the hologram thing. Yeah. Nova Selleck, uh made light of the situation. He took to Twitter and said, "Well, we tried to get a hold of him for this gig, but as many times as we tried to contact Kurt, we couldn't get through. The phone just kept ringing and ringing." Wow, that is good. <laughs> wow. He added, uh, "By the way, Kurt doesn't have email. In fact, I've never emailed him in my life, and I've been online since 1993." <laughs> My goodness. So, uh, making a little Funny. light of the situation there. Well, that's uh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that didn't Dave, sound sincere, Joe. I'm I think sorry. you were just dismissed. I think I was. Is Dave Dahl available? Yes. You know, baby, I know you think we you can make it all it. work out. You'll just make a move. But I got to tell it like this. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 68 degrees. Should hit that high of 73 without too much trouble. May get a little bit above that. Uh, very comfortable day out there, though. Dew points have dropped into the lower 50s. Uh, clearing skies, so we're going to get a lot of sunshine later in the day today. And that sunshine's going to last through the next several days. We're going to have mid-70s for highs Thursday, Friday, and over the weekend as well. Maybe an isolated shower or thunder shower popping up on Sunday. Uh, at this point, it doesn't look like a great threat. Next week, we warm back into the 80s starting on Tuesday. And it looks like we're going to end the week in the 80s next week. So uh, summer's not over yet. Uh, temperatures will be up there well above average. The average high has now slipped to 76, and we should be above that starting sometime early next week and lasting through the most of the week. Today, though, going for a high of at least 73. Right now, we're at 68, Joe. Thank you. Thanks. I got an email from Sharon out at front uh, prior to the John Height News uh, cast. Yeah. Uh, and it said, a uh, an old neighbor left a present for you. So, oh, that's what that gift was out ooh. there. So I went out and brought it back in and opened it. And it's a coffin, but, and it's absolutely extraordinary. Not describe it though, Joe. It's an not actual, a full size no, six footer. It's an actual wood coffin about the size of a bottle of uh, Basil Hayden's bourbon, which happens to be in <laughs> oh. the felt lined interior. The, I thought you were going to go mythical. No, because uh, I the had felt that picture interior in my of of the coffin, and it's cherry wood. It looks to be that and is a classy, practical. Is there engraving? Fun and joke. on the top, it's, there's a brass plaque: Joe Souchere, Mayor Golfer Curmudgeon. It's from my friend Scott Mueller, who I've known all my life. Yeah. He's in the funeral business. Mm-hmm. He's become a friend of the show. And his note was, and of course, he doesn't get a card. He gives you the Mueller Memorial card. <laughs> <laughs> he's always marketing. He's a hell of a marketer. Dear you know, cremation well, he's is... the guy, when you shake his hand, he goes right for your pulse Did and you... is somewhat oh. disappointed oh. if he finds it beating oh, well. creepy. Yeah, right. <laughs> creepy. So sorry to hear of your passing from this world, radio, <laughs> to the next, podcasting. As we say at the Marble Orchard, best of luck in your new location. Wow. And then he signs it. <laughs> Patiently waiting. Scott. <laughs> this guy's a genius. Oh, Kenny. I love him. Kenny. Sometimes he signs, eventually yours. <laughs> eventually yours. That's fantastic. Is the director of social media back yet, no, or is he still recording? I was recording an award-winning Well, uh, he's got segment. to uh, uh, take a picture of this. 
Yeah, yeah. and post, post it on the website. I've never seen anything like it. Gratefully, I've never seen anything like no, it. No, that's really cool. But it's an amazing piece of work. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's heavy. I mean, it's, it's a substantial legit. piece of woodwork. It's, it's, a, it's a, a, a coffin. With the built. hinged hinge lid. Yeah, it's built to scale. Yeah. Made to scale. Yeah. Well, that's... That's a pretty good bottle of booze in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you leave anything for me? Well, I think you'll get a little of the okay. elixir. I don't know. Stacy, the GL geologist, just weighed in 10 minutes ago. Six-point magnitude earthquake is hit at Suma Cho, Japan. Mother is rumbling. Wow. A 6.4? That's significant. Yeah, it is. And then two interesting state fair. Thank you, uh, Mueller, for that. Uh Two interesting state fair notes. Uh, Sanibel Jim was wondering, uh, and his email preceded uh, frequent contributor Downing. Uh, he's wondering if, uh, given that the state fair uh, is crowing about breaking the attendance record, uh, is there a breaking point? He wonders, do they have an attendance cutoff point? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I oh. bet not. Like uh, a, a fire, a fire marshal would only. Worry about something inside, correct? Or if somebody's corralled, but there's so many open spaces there. And then he notes, uh, uh, as a postscript, Sanibel Jim, 55 days till Sanibel winter residency. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then following that, Downing from Downing World uh, wrote, uh, first let me say that I love the State Fair and I love GL at the fair. And I'd like to uh, note my favorite GL at the fair moment was when Marjorie Johnson and Sharon Jones clicked like old friends. Oh, I'm that was so one glad. of my favorite too. Yeah, I'm so glad, glad I was there yeah. for that one. That was so. However, awesome. does the fair have a problem brewing? I attended for pleasure on the record-setting opening day. I often attend on opening day and find it a pleasant day to attend. But this year, the crowds made it hard to get where I wanted to go. I also went to the fair for work on the record-setting final Saturday. The lines, packed sidewalks, and crowded streets were unbelievable. Finally, I attended to volunteer on Labor Day. Again, crowds made it difficult to navigate the fairgrounds. But there was another problem evident, especially on Saturday and Labor Day. Hmm. The place was full of loud, sloppy drunks. Joe, does the fair have a problem? Is it too successful? Will they have to start discouraging attendance? Has the state fair been lumberjacked? Lumberjack days. Could have been lumberjacked. It could be Hmm. heading towards being lumberjacked. Do you think adding four more days after Labor Day would thin the crowd out, or would it just exasperate? I think it would. Uh, I think it would exaggerate the problem. Yeah. Uh, or the logistics of that, though, with kids in school, exacerbate. That... Yeah, exacerbate. Some of what is exacerbate. You say that Some of what Samuel Jim wrote was for my eyes only regarding uh, law enforcement. But he also notes what's the breaking point? They don't add any square footage to the ground, so what has to give? How many can safely be on the property at any given time? Uh, every venue for sports, music, plays, etc., has a limit on numbers of bodies packed inside. Not the fair question mark. I don't know what the mm. answer to that is. Mm. And how come we don't hear about more violence? Is there violence at the fair? There was this robberies uh, terrible and... story the other night of a guy beat outside oh, the fair. I saw, yes, that yeah. I saw that one at a party house. Yeah, but I. Remark to myself, Kenny, it's amazing to me uh, how civil that yeah. those two million people are. It really are. is, yeah. There, there wasn't any trouble. That I've never, I've rarely or never, I've never seen any trouble at the fair. Forgive me if you mentioned it, but did you mention the robbery? Two was it two summers ago? No, yeah, well, there was a beer robbery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, the turkey joint got robbed yep. a few years ago. But that's you know what. 
that's small town stuff compared to what could be happening. Well, that's what I'm, I guess my point was going to be because so many places don't, they only take cash. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Most places. Yeah. Wax hands took uh, cards too. <laughs> um, can you imagine them trying to pull this off in Chicago? Oh, would be a record number of murders yeah. every day. Yeah, no way. Okay, here, here. Our man Mueller is texting now. All right. What is he saying about this uh, authentic uh, coffin? For novelty purposes only, not for use on human remains. For that, <laughs> you need to pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that is good, though. What a great place to put your ashes. <laughs> Finish the email, read I the rest. Come I on. Can't, I no? can't. I can't, but I'll share it with you off okay. air. Okay. That's not fair. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sorry, GLers. I can't, but Mueller's not to be trusted. Save it for, save it for satellite. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> just amazing. Oh. Eventually yours. Yeah. Okay. Reavers, you missed it. Did you see the coffin? No, I was in here when you first got oh, it. Oh, you got to take a picture of it and post it. All right, I will. I mean, not not, not every guy on radio goes out with a coffin. No. <laughs> Sid might. Not for, <laughs> not for human remains. Not for human re- But what's in there right now may remain in there. That's for not that, a problem. For yeah. that, okay. you have to pay. <laughs> oh, God help me. 646-8255-877-615-1500. GL back in just a moment. John's Freak Yeah! It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Jeez, I sure wish we, uh, I sure wish we were done every week, huh? I wish we had some caramels to snack on. Which Justine was dropped off caramels. Where Suchi was out front. We're not supposed to ask for gifts, though, right? No, we haven't. We can, but I won't. No, wait. I. Well, we no, we really. She made me some raspberry preserves a few years ago, and I learned a new way of eating raspberry preserves because of Justine. Why? You know how you eat them? No. With a spoon. Oh hell yes. <laughs> Forget about uh, no all, toast. No, all toast and bread does is wreck it. She writes: the airwaves are suddenly more bleak and dismal. Good thing we'll always have Garage Logic. Good luck, guys. Love you. Uh, thanks, thanks for twenty five years of great radio. Looking forward to the podcast. Good luck, Mark and Justine, otherwise known as JJ, the official confectioner of Garage Logic. Yeah, she Thank does. A, she does a fine job. Those will last what about ten minutes. I've got to keep these sealed to bring them home because they'll they'll be very popular in my house. Plus, Kenny will get after if I open them. She left me a mean note. Really? Yeah, it's hurtful. And Reavers oh. uh, posted the picture of the coffin. Okay, good. Not uh, for human remains. For that, you must pay. And what was the other thing, the part of the message he said? What? Yeah. Uh, Scott? No, we can't. He do continued it. on with what? We can't. Oh, do I that can't. I, okay, I, okay. I, yeah, I got gotcha. you. But we, I agree with it. I, oh, you deleted it, so you forgot what it's right. Yeah. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. Uh, what's the temperature? We're uh, not quite hitting seventy, but it's about sixty-eight degrees. Uh, more garage logic coming up.